Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host Jason, and I'm here with uh, your other co-host Josh. Yeah. This is the third time. Well, this is the first time we've done this three times in a row. Yeah. So, um, like we said, we wanted to come back with a bang. Mm-hmm. And um, is that how you put it? Come back with yeah. a bang. Yeah. Um, and you know, we took a little hiatus, so we want to um, give you guys a lot of content once we came back. So we thought, now that uh, Josh is gonna like be in town, he's mm-hmm. visiting for my birthday. We will just record three entire episodes in person. That it's been like. Tiring, actually. Tiring. Yeah, just a bit, because three days in a row, like, we had our days filled. I'm actually leaving in about, like, four hours. Yeah, so this is the last time that we're going to be recording in person for this week. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it's like, we're, like, a month ahead. We are, yeah, because we have, like, just so much content, just, Mm -hmm. like, um, just prepared, and if we ever need to miss a week, we are already three weeks back, you know? I mean, even, ooh, I have an idea. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you later, but... Okay. I'll tell you later, but the, uh, right today, we will be watching Season 2, Episode 7, High Score. This episode was released on... Oh, Feb- February. Yeah, February 7th, 2011, which is funny because February 7th is 2-7, and this is Season 2, oh, Episode 7. Oh, wow. I just realized that's, that. That's really <laughs> weird and creepy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Do you think they knew? Um, yeah, maybe just coincidence. Coincidence? Yeah. <clears throat> How it lined up. Mm-hmm. So, um, what what do you know about this episode going in high score? I know that it was very entertaining. It's probably one of my favorite episodes. This was actually the first episode I ever watched a regular show. I think I think that's the same for everybody else. Really? High I, scores? I think, I think so. How, well, what about high score? Because, like, towards the end... Towards the end is where I think people uh, remember this this episode specifically. I mean, I mean, like how like this was like the first episode. Yeah. Uh, to watch. To watch because okay, do you you already know what happens towards the end? Wait, but what does that have to do with people watching it like first? You know, it's stuck in their mind. Like, oh, this show's fucking weird. No, wait, wait, but they don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? They don't know what's going to happen at the end of the episode. Like, yeah, I know, but like if they're watching it through. And, like, they get to the end of this episode specifically. Okay. It, wait, what What I'm talking about is what happens in the episode has nothing to do with it being the first one you ever watch. You know what I mean? Because, like, the, okay, uh, example. I watched this episode first because uh-huh. it was the one that happened to turn on on the yeah. TV. Yeah. So what does that have to do with the actual content of the episode? You know what I mean? It stuck with them. It stuck with them, sure, but that's what the episode has to do with. It doesn't have to do with, oh, hey, this is the first episode that just came on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where did we go wrong? Where did we go wrong with this conversation? So, we could both agree this episode is good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. there we go. I'm still confused as shit, but... I am too. So, um, yeah, are we ready to get started? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we open up with the title card, and then we, and of course, uh, it opens up with the score "Trips and Birds," as always, and we see Mordecai and Rigby working, raking the leaves. Uh, Mordecai or Benson, I should say, drives by them uh, with a little clipboard in hand, writing down. Mordecai assumes that Benson is uh, gonna tell him off, saying like, "Hey, you're slacking off," and Mordecai says like, "Look, we're working." See, yeah, and Rigby says like, "Yeah, if you keep checking up on us." Uh, we're never gonna get work done. Exactly, we're never gonna get work done. So then Benson says, it's payday, fellas, so then Mordecai and Ruby get excited, um, and then Benson hands them their paycheck, but it's just a sandwich bag full of dollar bills and coins, and then Mordecai kind of, like, like, groans, Mm -hmm. um, and then Benson's like, what, you don't like getting paid, and then Mordecai's just like, no, I'm just tired of the old sandwich baggie full of coins, like, why can't we just get checks like normal people? Then he makes the point that Skips gets checks, um, and then Benson makes the other point saying, Skips has a bank account on a 401k, so that's why he gets checks, um, and I had a note about that, so 
I feel like it's just the norm in every single job mm-hmm. that you have to have a bank account because, like, mm-hmm. that's you you need to be put into the payroll system. Mm-hmm. And so, if, for all we know, right now, Mordecai and Rigby are just getting paid under the counter right now. Yeah, they're not actually registered. Why? I'm trying to figure out like how much they get paid, judging from that bag, because it's like two dollar bills and and like a couple a few coins. Here, like, let's go back and let's. Okay, oh, so the sandwich bag. It looks like. Like a dollar, and then like maybe I think I see four quarters and a bunch of pennies. Mm-hmm. Assuming that they get paid um, every two weeks. Yeah, which I think I had a note about it. Like Mordecai and Rigby get paid bi-weekly. Yeah, I mean I feel I feel like usually jobs are two mm-hmm. weeks. That's the norm. Dude, my brother gets paid weekly. Weekly, okay. Yeah, but it's it's like for two weeks he gets paid like almost the same amount as me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also had another note saying. If the park employees get free housing, you would think that they're required to have like direct deposits and other things yeah. in their bank accounts. Yeah. But apparently not. Why? Wait, they Mordecai and Rigby are like in their twenties. Why don't they? Why don't they have like a bank account? Yeah, we're in know, our twenties and we have bank accounts. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I I think I I got a bank account once I hit high school. I think I got. When did I do mine? I actually don't remember. Mm-hmm. It's been a while back, though. Yeah. But still. And then Mordecai says, like, well, can you at least give us an envelope and uh, envelopes of these sandwich baggies? It's more degrading. But Benson just brushes it off and then drives away. He just drives away <laughs> like it's nothing. Exactly. And then Mordecai says, like, I need to get out of here. So then we cut to Mordecai Rigby walking down the street. Mordecai's uh, complaining that, like, why does no one respect us? Rigby's like, yeah, we're respectable people. And they're both loud. And then uh, two little kids uh, fucking pushed them over with their skateboards. And I wrote a note about this. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby shaking their fists like boomers. Yeah, they, they're they shaking their fists like, you meddling kids. Exactly. Just walking away. But then um, the the kids are all like, oh, get out of the way, losers. And then Mordecai and Rigby are just like yelling at them, being like, hey, watch it. Um... I, th- I think that would be uh, I think that'd be us on the skateboards. No, no, or, no, uh, on, on the ground. Oh no, yeah, like when kids do stupid stuff, it's super annoying. So uh, mm-hmm. where I go to college, um, I'm in I'm in this downtown area, and it is flooded with all those like high school kids, yep. and they're so annoying. Like I'm I'm just like on the street, like um, like walking back from work, and then there's some random ass kid who just like leans out of his car window and moans, and I'm like. You think you that know, you're funny. You really think that you got top comedy right there. Yeah, it's kind of funny because you know when we drive around, I do that, but I don't moan. I I yell at people saying like, "Hey, I like your shoes." Like struck by compliment. It's different. I, don't I know. absolutely despise people that do that. <laughs> see, I see me. I see us do that. No, no, I'm okay with the boys singing firework at full volume. Yeah. But moaning out the window and like or yelling at people that I find that weird. But <laughs> well, I don't moan at them. You don't moan at them, okay? That's different. But but if the boys are singing fireworks, you better join in and yeah, not sure. be yeah, Ethan. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was funny. We're gonna. Oh. oh. No, we love you, Ethan. Yeah, we love you. Um. So then Mordecai and Rigby walk into the coffee shop and they're like, "See, man, it's just it's not just Benson. People just don't respect us." Um, and then Rigby says that we could buy people's respect, but it's too expensive. And then, um, Mordecai makes the point, people will respect you when you're good at something. I think I... No, I didn't write that. I didn't write anything like that. But that's, that's actually kind of true. People will respect you if you're good at something. Yeah, yeah. so you, you have to be able to, like, show something off. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us to this next scene. Um, we pan over, um, there's, like, a big crowd, and you could see Margaret in there, uh, watching... Um, someone playing this new arcade game. So Mordecai and Rigby go over to talk to Margaret, be like, hey, Margaret, what's going on? And she's like, the manager just installed this new arcade game to keep the customers around, and these kids are amazing at it. Um, so Mordecai looks to see who it is, and it's the two kids. And uh, over the crowd, Mordecai like yells at them while they're playing in front of everyone, mm-hmm. be like, hey, hey, you, Like when you knock people over, you have to say that you're sorry. And then um, the kid claps back, and, saying that he could respect their butts. And then Rigby's like, no, respect our butts. You know what, that's... <sighs> Watching this at our... Ju- what is it, a minute and 34 seconds in? Mm-hmm. These kids are already almost like the kids nowadays. Yeah, kids... They're annoying. We, we were just saying yesterday, um, 
we, we went to the beach yesterday and we were, I don't know how it came up, but we were talking about how little kids are annoying and like, um, oh no, I think we saw like some like, like a group of teenagers or whatever. I think so, yeah. And then, and then I don't know how it exactly happened, but then we got annoyed mm. because of those young kids. And then we realized like, geez, is that how we were? Like, <laughs> exactly. we, we, un we understand why grownups hate kids, because yeah. the they're annoying. I thought I'd hate, I thought I hate like younger kids a lot later in life, but no, I hate them now. It was um, wrong. Oh my god. And the, the thing that, the only thing that annoys me more about kids is what Margaret is about to say. Um, so Margaret goes and says like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you yelling at those kids? And then um, Mordecai says like, those kids basically kills with their skateboards. And then Margaret said, so they're kids. That's a, that's a lame ass excuse. That I had a note about that. That is literally my least favorite excuse ever. So, I hate that excuse. Ever since when I was a kid, <laughs> I hated that excuse. Really? Yes, because, um, uh, I mean, because kids, they're, not only are they, like, annoying, but they're rude. They are, well, okay. It's the parents' fault that they weren't taught. Yeah, the, apple, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, exactly. is what they say. Um, I think, um... I think I was at like some party or whatever, and like this kid was being a dick. Like, yeah, I think. Oh no, yeah, I, I, I had that too. Yeah, like I have so many freaking stories about this. Like this kid, like he was like messing around, and like it wasn't even like a playful messing around. He was actually being rude, and he was calling people like like idiots, and he was calling <laughs> people like why. And I was, and I complained to. I, I, I was like young back then too, mm -hmm. so I told my mom because you know that's what you do. Yeah. Um, and she's like, so he's only four years old, and I was like, like so what? He is four years old, and he's out here calling people idiots and just being super rude to people. I don't think I've called a person person an idiot until I was like much older than four. Bro, like it doesn't I don't care how old the fuck you are. <laughs> calling people idiots is rude, you know, so you can't so like So what if you call so if I call so if I call one of our friends an idiot, is that fine? That's fine because like we're all friends and we're yeah. older okay, and yeah. we know that we're joking. Kids like they they're actually literal with everything. Yeah. And so I you know like if I said to my mom at that moment, I was like, alright, so if I was four years old and I called someone an idiot, you would probably ground me, am yeah. I right? And I already know the answer to that. Yeah, she would ground me. So stop saying this shit about like, ooh, they're, they're four years old, they're only five. Like, uh, if they're that bold enough to be calling people idiots, they're bold enough to fucking get a slap in the face. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, then I might as well call them an idiot. That too. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> fuck them. <sighs> um, like, I can already tell, like, the, I think this first half is just gonna be us rambling on about how we fucking hate kids. No, I, I have so many freaking stories, like... Uh, we just hate kids. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to see better, the better side about <laughs> There is no kids. better side, they're kids. Uh, no, so they're kids, what? No, no, that, that's what I'm saying, like, in a negative sense, like... Exactly, can't, yeah. I can't. Oh There's no positive, there's only negatives right. on there. <clears throat> So Margaret said, just like, what are you going to do, beat him up or something? And then Mordecai says, no, I'm going to beat them at this video game. He goes through his paycheck and puts a quarter in front of uh, the arcade, uh, letting him know, like, I caught next. And then uh, one of the kids says, like, nice, baggy, must must have been said when you had to break open your piggy, your piggy bank. And they start both laughing. Mordecai has his arms crossed, and they both, uh, both of the kids scream out 7,000 points. 700,000. 700,000 points. God damn. Wait. Yeah, 700,000 points. Where am I at? Not here. Not here. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I guess they, they got, like, the, the high score for, um, that arcade cabin, um, cabinet, rather. Um, so then they, they, oh no, so we see on the screen the high score is 1,275,640, um, and they just got 700,000, which is pretty impressive too, um, and so they enter their name in, uh, TRD, which is turd. Have you done that before? Um, <laughs> Wait, I just thought of something funny. Go, there go. I... I never thought to do TRD as turd until after watching this episode. <laughs> and then after seeing this episode, I started to do it. Uh, I, just thought, I just thought of it. Like, why... I don't think you should ever have uh, a high score chart because people are just going to put meme names. Yeah, you, you... Like, nowadays... Like, not even nowadays. Back in the day, too. You mm -hmm. would go to, like, arcades and you would see the leaderboards and there would be some weird-ass names there. I just thought of one. Like, what if someone was just named himself Cum? Cum? 
Um, I know that I've seen ass before. I've put ass before yeah. in there. Um, funny thing, uh, there was like, do you remember the uh, company Leapfrog? Yeah. They made like the Leapfrog tablets. Yeah, and yeah. Like that. There was this one like um, refrigerator magnet thing where you put letters inside of the thing and then you'd press a button and it would read the word. Really? Yeah, there, there was like 26 magnets, like one for each letter. Mm-hmm. And you'd be able to like uh, put it in, um, or maybe there was like a like a two sets of the entire alphabet, so you could like reuse letters. Um, and I wondered what would happen if you put the word ass <laughs> in, and I put ass in, and then I I think I oh, it was such a long long time ago. I don't know if it read it or not. Mm. My friend saw it and he started laughing, <laughs> and then I think his mom ended up seeing it, and something ended up happening. We were only like in elementary school back then. I have a pickup line for you that has to do with the alphabet. Okay. Hey, Jason, you remind me of the twenty letters of the alphabet. Why? Oh, twenty letters in the yeah. alphabet. There, there is twenty. There's twenty six letters, right? Oh, shoot, my bad. I forgot. Oh my gosh. You, how could I forget? You are a Q T. I see that, yeah. Well, wait, 20 letters, what? Wait, wait, that's 25, though. You are a Q. That's five letters. Yeah, but you said there was 26, right? I. Isn't there. Is there. Wait. You're ruining my picture. Siri, <laughs> how many letters are in the alphabet? There are. Bro, you know when you ask Siri a question and then she gives you all the results except for what you want to know? <laughs> That's why I don't have Siri. Bro, yeah, I ask Siri how many letters are in the alphabet. She's like, oh, there are five vowels in there. It's like, That's not That's what I not fucking <laughs> asked for. I'm like, gosh, damn, bro. Okay, I guess we're never going to know. But Well, I mean, now, you ha now I have to look. Okay. God damn it. This, this was supposed to be a good pickup line, too. Siri, why are you a bitch? <laughs> She doesn't answer because she knows you're pussy. Siri, I'm gonna Google search it. Fine, Siri, why are you a oh, bitch? Are it are in the alphabet? I can't believe I'm looking this up. There are 26 letters. Yeah, see, 26 letters. Oh so. wait, so I only named 25. Dude, so I guess no, I'll no. give you that D later. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that, gotcha, was the, gotcha. that, that, that took way too long. That pickup line has like three entire layers to it. Yeah, we get, it sucks because I, I think I tried using that one time and this one girl didn't get it. Because she, 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 uh, she said why. I'm like, I don't 20. even think. So she kind of did what I did. Yes. Okay. Well, the thing is, you have to have a pickup line where you don't have to explain what will ha like why I, it works. People just need to be smart. Bro, it's not a fact of being smart, it's about like, it's just layered too much. It needs <sighs> to be quick and fast, you right. know? Alright, fine, you're, you're a bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is dying, what the fuck? Because it was supposed to be a good... <laughs> that was not, it's too long, you know? It's like when someone tells you a joke, but then the punchline is super long, and then you have to like, process it, it's like, it's gotta be quick oh and fast. Oh my god. It, it's like when someone shows you a meme, and they read it too slow, so it's not funny. It's like that. What just happened? God damn it. <laughs> Man, I used to be so good with pickup lines. So, the kids named themselves Turd in the arcade cabinet thing, and then, um, it's Mordecai's turn, and then the, the kid says, like, oh, beat that, Gramps, and then Mordecai's like, Gramps, I'm in my 20s. And then the kid says 1920s. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. That true. was actually pretty good. So Mordecai takes a turn at it, and then he gets ready, he cracks the knuckles, and he hits the start button, but the entire scene is skipped, and then mm -hmm. it, we cut to Mordecai and Rigby walking back, being like, and then Rigby's like, how do you get negative points? Yeah, and how do you get negative points? I don't know, but I, th I feel like um, it's funny how they put the scene where like as soon as he hits start, it's done because mm -hmm. like it, it already like shows that he did terrible. Right? Yeah, I re I made a note about that like funny gag of a character about to start something and then immediately fucking up. Yeah, where yeah. you don't even need to see it. Um, so <coughs> Mordecai is like, oh, I don't even know. It was like my first time ever playing it. Um, and then Rigby's like, you just made us look like chumps. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And then Mordecai's like, look at them. And then there's a guy congratulating. Uh, the kids saying like, oh, good job, like, being out those two losers. Uh, Margaret brings over free donuts for them. And then the kids walk out. Everyone's saying bye to them. 
Margaret's like, boy, weren't they amazing? I can't believe we were enthralled by a video game. But we were! And I feel like it's super awkward because as the crowd is walking away in awe, they all pass by Mordecai and Rigby yeah. sitting at the table and everyone knows that they just lost. Yeah, I mean, I honestly would have uh, thought they would be like, wow, you guys suck. Because they're losers. I kind of have a moment like this. Um, <laughs> it was in sixth grade and we were all like... Um, we had like, I think it was like a part of like science class or something where mm. we were going to go outside with like chalk and we were all going to like write messages about like uh, <laughs> saving the environment and stuff like that. How, and how's like, that science related? Uh, saving the environment or something like that. Um, so me and Joe Byrne were in the same class mm -hmm. and you know, we all know Joe Byrne was like, is a good artist, you mm -hmm. know, and he, he's a, he draws he's very good. Um, really? I hope he's still doing it. I know, he goes to school for art, I believe. I think so. Um, so the the moment that I could relate to in this episode is I was drawing something and it was like small and just a little like sidewalk uh, square. Mm -hmm. And Joe Gordon was right next to me drawing this huge ass mural on the sidewalk and <laughs> everyone came over to go to come look at it. <laughs> And I was next to him, drawing my little ass fucking terrible looking drawing on the sidewalk. How did I not know about this? Uh, I don't think you were in that class with us. I mean, I wasn't. Much. Well, we have, I think, you said 6th grade, right? It was, I, it was 6th or 7th grade, something like that. Either way, we probably had the same, like, science teacher. Yeah, and I, I remember, like, everyone, while everyone was looking at Joe Burns drawing, like, I had some people, like, look over to mine, and well, then they immediately just look back at Joe Burns, uh, and, uh, it sucked. And we had, the teachers made us sign our names on it, too. <laughs> That's so even I, more humiliating. I knew that not only would this class see it, but the whole school would walk by and know who the hell was drawing here. And I was like, damn, this sucks. Joe <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Burns just like, oh, good job. Good job, okay, yeah. pat you on the back. Yeah. What yeah. a bitch. So uh, Mordecai is like, yeah, see, I told you people respect you when you're good at something. And then we're gonna get we're gonna get the respect we deserve by getting good at that game. And then uh, they start Mordecai and Rigby go over to the arcade machine and start practicing. And Mordecai explains how how Broken Bones works to Rigby, and then uh, Rigby says like, oh, all right, I think I got it. Yeah. Oh, so, and if we haven't said it yet, Broken Bones is the name of the game. Oh yeah, we haven't. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so then uh, Rigby gives it a try, and he starts like um, doing what a Rig what Rigby would do is basically like button mashing okay, so and jiggling the joystick. Yeah. So he's just figuring out more combos and everything, mm -hmm. and so um, they start to play like how the kids were playing, how Mordecai controls the joystick, and then Rigby does the buttons and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and they start to get good at the game. You know, they're just like getting like. Uh, points, they got like 500 points, 500 points, and then this random guy in a suit comes back and he's like, oh, not bad, you guys got some skill. And then Mordecai's like, some. I pointed out that that uh, that, that guy is uh, Mark Hamill's voice. Yeah, um, so there was actually a note on the fan wiki. Uh, when Mordecai says some, what do you mean some? It's a reference from the 1989 movie The Wizard when Corey, who's Jimmy's elder brother, says, you got some skill, and that was also said by Jack Farley, which is um the name of the guy. Oh! Yeah, so the name of the guy in the suit, his name is Jack Farley, which we're going to find out. Oh, wow. Um, and then this it has, like, in the movie, it has two business pl businessmen playing with the arcade machine, so that's kind of what's going on right oh. here. Um, it is a little side note. Dude, I don't like guys who are named Corey or Aiden. Um, I have an Aiden at work. Dude, I I've, every Aiden I've encountered, I hate it. I know that there's, um, isn't there like a TikTok meme about kids named Aiden or something like that? It, I've, you better show me that one so I can see if it's, if it's the type of, I don't fucking know. Or it's like, um, like a normal person ordering food at McDonald's. Yeah, I'm just gonna have a 10-piece McNugget and a medium fry. Kids named Aiden. Ordering at McDonald's. Hi, um, can I see your nutrition facts for the uh, salad, please? God, this is what I mean. Like, for some reason, kids named Aiden, I, they're just dickheads. I don't know. It's, it's I, I, to me, it's like a fact now that, hey, audience, if your name is Aiden, I'm sorry, but yeah, uh, Aiden is like a is a white boy name. right? That is a very white boy it name. Is so white, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard. 
or ever met a pers uh, person that isn't white and is named Aiden? Actually, I know um, later, later on, like I think season seven, um, there is a character in regular show named Aiden. And I'm gonna fucking and punch him in the face. It's funny because Aiden is the douchebag. See, that's what I'm saying! Almost every single person named Aiden is a dickhead. It, it makes sense, you know? Um, and we're, we're gonna get back to that in a couple years when we... But in a couple <laughs> years, yeah, I'm gonna have PTSD of this day saying like, Oh fuck, I remember the day where I talked shit about dudes named Aiden. Dudes named Aiden, yeah, right there. Actually, well, can girls be named Aiden too? Um, no. Probably not. Not too sure. Um... Yeah, probably not. Um, so after Mordecai says some, what do you mean some? Uh, Jack Farley challenges them to a game. Mm -hmm. And then they just keep playing, and long story short, um, Jack Farley loses. Mm -hmm. And so, and he compliments Mordecai and Rigby, says, like, oh, you guys uh, play better than you look. And uh, they awkwardly say, like, oh, thanks. Jack Farley goes up to them and says, like, stop by my office. Stop by the office sometime if you want to hang. No charge. And he gives him a business card. And then Jack Farley uh, gets a phone call and then walks off. Uh, Rigby was like, what's that about? And then Mordecai looks at the card and just says, Jack Farley thinks you're awesome. Like, what kind of business business card is that? Um, well, the I, I don't know, but the whole point is the, where Mordecai was like, ooh, finally, you got some respect. That, that's, the, that's a good answer on his part. Mm -hmm. um, so... So then Benson radios in uh, Mordecai and Rigby saying, like, I need you guys to clean the bathrooms back at the house ASAP. Uh, Mordecai says, like, uh, we're on our lunch break. But Benson says, like, if you two aren't back here in two minutes, you're fired. Um, and then Rigby grabs the walkie-talkie being like, we deserve more respect than this, Benson. Maybe when you realize that, we'll come back to work. And then he chucks the walkie-talkie across the room into the garbage while Benson's still yelling at them. I'm not gonna lie, that, that's big ball. Those are some big balls right there. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, if if I talk to a manager like that, oh no, it'd be over. No. Um, it's not, okay. Well, let's be honest, we all want to do that. We all want to do we that. We all want to, but we can't. You have to be at some big, big breaking point where it's like, to the point where you don't even mind losing your job at this point because that's how much you hate it. Mm -hmm. That would be the only time where I was like, no, fuck this. I, when you realize that we, you all come back to work and stuff like that. Um, I had a note. Benson said that they have to be back in two minutes. How, unless the coffee shop is like right across the street. And the coffee shop is just down the street of the park from what I know. But still, even then, two minutes. You know what that reminds me? That reminds me of how my mom would want me to come back home if I'm like out, out and about with you guys. Like, Josh, you better come back home in like five or like five, ten minutes. Like, I'm 30 minutes away. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Speed and get a ticket? Yeah. Um, so Mordecai and Rigby just say to each other, respect. And then we cut to a montage of uh, Mordecai and Rigby playing against all these people and with a uh, with a license song. I don't know what it's called. Do you? The song. So we hear a song throughout this montage of playing video games. It is "Hanging Tough" by New Kids on the Block. You probably keep playing it if I forget yeah. how long it takes. Um. So yeah, basically we see like a bunch of like extra characters in the scene. And it's a montage of Mordecai and Rigby just basically getting better. I feel like um, montages, like training montages, are an easy way to just like establish a character to get better in a short mm -hmm. amount of time. And it's also good for uh, for for filling up time for time in the episode. Yeah, like you could like get done like a big span of time in a short time. Exactly. You know? um, currently, we're paused on this guy. He's wearing a gray hoodie. Uh, pink shirt underneath it, and he has a black and white hat. Or no, a a black and white. He has a blue and white hat. It looks like a snapback, and he's wearing clout goggles. It looks like not goggles, but glasses. Glasses. Glass, glasses. Um, the reason I mentioned this guy is because um, I feel like every single time in a regular show when there's a crowd and they need like extra characters, ninety nine percent of the time you'll see him in it. Have you noticed that? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because this guy, I know that this guy right here is in almost every single episode whenever there's a crowd. It looks like, uh, this was 2011, right? Uh, yeah. This could, this could have been, like, a Justin Bieber kind of guy. I feel like that was definitely how people dress in the 2000s. Oh my god. Now that I think about it, yeah. Because I remember me and my brother dressing up like, oh my god. Yeah, um... I see myself. 
It's like you go to the mall and there's like a, a group of those kids walking around with snapbacks. Oh, no, I, no. I remember in sixth grade, everyone had those snapbacks that said swag on it. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Like those popular kids, like, um, in, like, I don't, do you remember Taylor? Hmm. Yes. Taylor hmm. that was... Oh, the little short red-haired girl? Yes. Yes. Um, who had that, that awful fake spray tan. Um, and she... Okay, we're just gonna paint the picture. This was in sixth grade. This girl had a note, um, a swag snapback. She had red dyed hair. She had spray tan. And she wore Osiris's, those shoes. God damn. Do you remember Osiris's? Like those yeah. big ass, like, shoes that, like, Rar XD people would do you, wear? Do you remember Supra's? They're like kind of similar to to Osiris's. If I saw them, I would probably remember them. I think I have a pair still at home. Um, but I know. Um, basically, this girl was like the example of like the popular kids who think they're cool, but then they end up going nowhere in life. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to her. I think I heard she became a stripper. Really? I think so. Because um, I know that she dropped out of school yeah. like um, like freshman or sophomore year. That's what I remember. Too. And when she was, I think when she was a sophomore, she was like all taking freshman classes and maybe even eighth grade classes. Crazy. <sighs> um, she was chill. We had like a couple classes in eighth grade. She was chill, but like um, she just you know she was always just. Dude, we we I think we talked about this like yesterday when we were walking back from the beach, like. It's crazy how there's a, there was a lot of people that we knew from high school just sort of drop off. Yeah, so many examples yeah. of people. Yeah, I mean, like, because this is the age, like, we're 21 years old. This is the age where you start to see other people your age, like, maybe, like, having babies. And so I know some people Dude, who are oh my engaged. gosh, there's, there's, like, two, three girls that I know that we went to school with that, that have kids. I know, um... There's, I know someone in the grade below us who has a baby. Boy, yeah. Um, oh, wait. Freshman year, do you remember there, um, there was a junior who was pregnant? Oh. Yeah, so she, she was, like, gone for, like, a couple months because she was having her baby. And uh, when she got back, um, she obviously, like, everyone changes and having a baby is no exception, of mm -hmm. course. Um, yeah. But she kind of acted like she was, like, royalty because she had a kid, like, I'm, I get it, like, um, you're young and you, you're, like, a teen mom still in school, like, of course, like, you need to have, like, like, a po positive outlook in life and you need to be, like, a good motivation for other people. Mm -hmm. I'm all for that, being like, okay, yeah, great, you, you came from a tough background, you're a teen mom, things were hard, but you were able to overcome it. I'm all for that. What I'm not for is her thinking that she deserves special treatment because she's a mom in high school, like, we were in a we were in band together mm. and we were like uh, walking in the room and then she was about to walk into the room but i was behind her and then she she doesn't touch the door she looks back at me being like um you could hold that door for me because you know i'm a princess and i was like Wait, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up like what no no like fuck you no sit the fuck down <laughs> like sit the fuck down like, do, okay do you remember do you know when uh matt uh maddie had her first kid she had her first were we seniors at the time yeah wow okay you did you did you ever notice that like she kept wearing sweaters and uh pajama pants like almost every single day um like on the like back end of senior year uh, i never saw her but i from what i know yeah i remember yeah that's because she was hiding her pregnancy Oh damn! Yeah, no. Damn! Oh, it, she, oh, she was pregnant like in school. Yeah. I, I knew. Was there ever a time where she was gone for like a couple months, or was she always there? I think she was always there. I think so. I'm not too sure. Like I, I, but I still have these like flashbacks of like catching glimpses of her like wearing these thick sweaters, and I'm like, why is she wearing sweaters in like 98 degree weather? And then you realize... I realized she she was pregos. Oh my gosh, wow. So, audience, uh, if you're going to learn from this, wear a condom. Anyways, mm. how long does this montage go on again? Um, so yeah, this montage is almost over. Um, so basically how it goes, Mordecai and Rigby have a challenger at the video game. Mordecai and Rigby beat them, and then they uh, gain more and more respect every time. And then Margaret offers them free donuts so you could really see that they're getting more respect mm -hmm. from this. And and then there's soon, there's like a big crowd of people. And then those two kids come back being like, look, it's Mr. and Mrs. Negative Points. And then uh, they say like, 
guess we'll have to beat these two losers again. And then Mordecai, guy, yeah, Mordecai has a comment and says like, oh, why don't you try? And then we cut to this tiny little montage of both of all four of them playing against each other. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby getting 2,000 points. Uh, and they're just, but we just see um, what Rigby button mashing and then Mordecai jiggling the joystick. They, there was a point where they uh, fell, fell off and then Mordecai gets frustrated but they still have a life so he comes back and then we see uh, the Broken Bones character like doing a little dance to the song. It's mm -hmm. kinda cute. Yeah. Uh, and then Mordecai and Rigby eventually beat them and the kids say like alright you guys are good. Mordecai says thanks and then one of the other kids says like whoa you guys are really good you're close to breaking the high score. Mordecai looks up and he says, like, whoa, we are? And um, then Jack Farley, who's still there for some reason. He's excited to watch the game, that's why. Yeah, and he asks, like, wait, who holds the high score? And then the Justin Bieber-looking dude says, some dude named, uh, like, GBF. GBF, yeah. GBF. It's a world record. Um, yeah, he's like, not only is it, like, the, the record for this cabinet, but the world record in total. Um, mm -hmm. Which is pretty cool that, like... Somehow the cabinet hold the arcade cabinet holding the world record is in the that's kind of impossible because like you would think that like um, broken bones is like famous enough to like people be tracking keeping track of the world record mm -hmm. so you'd think that this specific cabinet uh, would be like like special uh, be in a special place but I, no. I always thought it was like arcade cabinets have their own personal uh, leaderboards. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said like it's kind of, it's kind of impossible to have the world record on that cabinet specifically. Yeah, when true. he could have played it like somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, the entire crowd starts to like hype them up and be like, "Yeah, go for it, guys! Like beat the world record." And that's exactly what Mordecai and Rigby do. The hanging tough keeps playing, and then they break the world record. One hundred twenty. Uh, wait, what is it? Um, uh, 1,200,000, wait, what? Wait, no, 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 no that's a... Wait, that's oh, a, I, I see an error because it just, it changes on the thing. So, hold on. The final score that Mordecai and Rigby got was 1,279,000. Exactly. And then the old score was 100, um, or 1,275,000, yes. I think so, yeah. So, so they beat it by, like, uh, 4,000 4, 4, points, yeah. yeah. Um, so, oh, oh, so as the entire crowd is cheering, Margaret runs up to Mordecai and gives him a hug. Oh, and look, look, look how simpy his eyes are, bro. Well, you could, like, Margaret is, like, hugging Mordecai, and Mordecai's just, like, looking down at her, be like, oh, shit, and then Rigby's just cheering by himself over there. Um, but then the ground starts to shake, and these clouds form overhead, and the sky turns gray. Then there's this big green laser beam that comes in, and, um... Just like every single regular show episode, there's a big turning point where everything goes bad. This is that moment. Um, so this weird figure comes down uh, on the green light saying, So, you've broken the world record, have you? And uh, Mordecai said, like, yeah, who's asking? And then the guy <laughs> says, me. And then there's this big, this giant bearded face that comes in, um, which, of course... Uh, is supposed to be GBF. And then everyone is all like gasping and Rigby's like, oh, it's a giant bearded face. And of course they put it together be like, it's GBF. But GBF is not his name. It is actually Garrett Bobby Ferguson. Not uh, giant bearded face, wait, was it? Mm -hmm. So do you know uh, who they're referencing? Yeah, I was actually, did you have a note about I didn't him? know his, I forgot his actual name, but I know what they were referencing. Yeah, did you know about like everything that came after this episode? Uh, wasn't this like taken down or something? Uh, we're, we're gonna, or, or we... regular, no, yeah, you can say it. Okay, so basically, um, yeah, this new character who is the villain, Garrett Bobby Ferguson, Ferguson, um, this character is based on... Billy Mitchell, a man well-known for having the highest score possible in the arcade game Pac-Man, which everyone knows Pac-Man. I thought it was Donkey Kong. Um, I'm going to get to that, too. Um, Billy Mitchell is portrayed in a similar matter in the film called King of Kong. Mm. But ironically, as of 2018, Billy Mitchell has had his records removed after it was discovered that he cheated to achieve his Donkey Kong score. Mm. So, yeah. So, how did he cheat again? 
Um, I, I don't know, they didn't say, but basically, all we know is that he cheated, and um, he got his records wiped. Um, but then, do you know of the lawsuit that happened? Mm -hmm. So basically, um, production notes. This episode generated a lawsuit against Cartoon Network by Billy Mitchell due to GBF bearing a small resemblance and demeanor to Mitchell himself. The lawsuit became ineffective as a judge ruled in favor of Cartoon Network, mm. saying that, quote, the television character does not match the plaintiff in appearance, which I actually... Um, it's kind of weird, because it kind of does. Yeah, I looked up a picture of Billy Mitchell, and he looks exactly like GBF. Let's look it up right now, so... Like... Audience, Billy Mitchell. You have no idea. It's a striking resemblance. No, how I'm surprised that Billy Mitchell lost this lawsuit because not not saying that like I want him to win because I love Cartoon Network and mm -hmm. I love regular show. But if you look at a picture of Billy Mitchell, that is 100% GBF. <laughs> that's right there. that's 100%. How yeah. can it not be? I I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't find anything that isn't. But yeah, it definitely is. Mm -hmm. Billy um, Mitchell. <laughs> So then, basically, Rigby asks, like, are you mad at us for breaking your world record? And he's like, oh, it's no big deal. It's not like it's the universe record or anything important. Um, and then they turn to each other being like, the universe record. And then GBF says that it's the highest one in the whole universe, which is 1,279,001. So just one point from their world record. Yeah. And GBF says, like, oh, yeah, who holds that record? Yeah, me. So then the crowd just goes around and touching, goes and touches his bearded face like, ah, oh, yes, touch the beard of Care Bobby Ferguson. He said, stroke Strokes, the beard. Stroke <laughs> the beard. And then Mordecai calls him out, so like, hey, giant beardo face. And then he comes over and says, like, I told you, that's not my name. Mordecai challenges him to a game of Broken Bones, a head-to-head -head match of Broken Bones. For the universe record. record. Yeah. For... And then... <clears throat> GBF says that the winner will get all the respect. And he starts like growing, or he starts grunting, and then legs and arms start popping out of his, uh, his, his, his face. Yeah, his, his beard area. So yeah, he, he just has bare legs and feet that, and arms that just come out. God. Like, listening to the sound, I, I watched this episode wearing headphones, and listening to the sound, disgusting. It's like this weird, like, cracking sound, mm -hmm. and like the flesh coming out of him. Oh yeah, ugh. Goddamn. Um... So, we're taking through another montage. Uh, this isn't a licensed song, it's just normal rock music. Um, uh, the vol we have the volume off, so I'm not sure if it's like an instrumental version of Hangin' Tough, but it's a song, not a real song though. Mm. Um, so, basically, yep, another montage. It's the second montage of this episode where Mordecai and Rigby take a turn, and then they uh, get their record, and then GBF takes a turn, and then they just keep, basically keep going back and forth. Level 7, level 12, level 25 cleared, and then they get five broken bones. And from the look of the crowd, everyone is rooting for Mordecai and Rigby. No one is voting for GBF. Mm -hmm. um, they're getting closer and closer to the universe record. And, you know, yeah, we're just going back and forth, and you could tell that the stakes are getting high here. Yeah. Because uh, everyone is watching. I'm surprised, like, almost everyone in town is here watching this. Mm -hmm. And um, then we get to the point where uh, GBF starts getting nervous and he starts crying. Mordecai asks him, like, dude, why are you crying, dude? And then GBF says, like, uh, you, you're about to beat the universe record. And he's like, please, please just let me win. Just let me have it. Mordecai's like, dude, what are you talking about? GB GBF says, I've devoted my entire life to Broken Bones. I played so much, my wife left me. And then the crowd gets this sympathetic uh, aww. And then Mark is like, so you're asking us to throw the game? He says, please, the universe record is all I have with all these, like, puffy puffy eyes. Yeah. Mordecai consults with Rigby, and Rigby says, like, no, we if we can't wuss out now. Because the, no one's going to respect us after that. Exactly. Um, uh, GBS still cries. The crowd is still, like, feeling bad for him. Mordecai's like, it's not wussing out, man. It's called doing the right thing. And then Rigby agrees, like, fine. So then uh, they agree, they step back from the arcade machine, and they let him win, or they, they die and let him have his, I guess, final turn. Yeah. Uh, GBF start, uh, goes up to the arcade machine, crying, and then starts 
uh, evil laughing. Yeah, it's kind of that transition where he's like, <laughs> yeah, and then, that's fucking dickhead. And then that's the big twist where um, he's like, he's like, oh, thanks so much, and he's like, oh, thanks for being so dumb. dumb. And then the crowd and Mordecai and Rigby are like, like what? And then he's GBF is like, I didn't devote my life to this cruddy game. It's, it's just dumb. a side hobby. And then um, Mordecai said like, what about your wife? And he's like, never had one. Um, which is something that I have a note about later in mm. lunchtime. Um, okay. And then the crowd starts to to boo, and then Rigby's like, that's cheating. And then GBF says, like, it's the universe record. There are no rules. And then the crowd <laughs> continues to boo, and then GBF turns around. And he's like, I'll boo yourself. Um, he looks ridiculous with his little legs. Ew. And, yeah. Like, and um, his, like, arms are, like, twisted a bit. Yeah. Oh, and then we're about to go to this part where... Um, um, they start to beat up GBF like while he's playing the game, and then Mordecai like or Rigby kicks him in the balls. In the, I but, said chin. Yeah, but then GBF was like, "Oh, my chin." <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, yeah, Mordecai and Rigby say like, "Oh, we have to do something before he beats the record." So then, Rigby says like, "Oh, well, the, he just said that there are no rules, right?" Mm -hmm. um, so basically, yeah, Mordecai and Rigby just walk up to him like right up in his ears and start to pressure him, being like. You like come on, mess up. You yeah. know you want some broken bones, broken bones, broken. And then um, the entire crowd starts to chant, broken bones, broken bones. Um, and then GBF is kind of getting stressed, which I don't know. You would think that if he has the universe record, he knows how to play under pressure. Yeah. Because like I've I've had people chanting before and like telling me to mess up, but. You know, you just you just keep. Playing, I mean, you know? if you play Smash, there's a there's chance when I guess someone uh, is about to is beating someone or has a good chance of winning. But yeah, uh, what you said, like if he holds the universe record, he should be able to play under the pressure. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, the pressure got to him and he loses his turn. Uh, he goes, he points over at Mordecai Rigby, said like, "Hi, uh, beat that! You, I've already beat your score and taken the title." Yeah, so right now, from what we know, the game is over. GBF has won, and then Mordecai and Rigby get sad, and everyone else gets sad. But then, they we, get, we, we hear, hear yeah, we hear a beat from the game, and then uh, Jack Farley says, like, wait, the game is still going, and unbeknownst to everyone, and unbeknownst to the audience, Mordecai and Rigby have one more life left, mm -hmm. and then, which GBF did not realize. Um, so then Mordecai and Rigby jump back, and they start playing again. And then GBF starts to get physical. He starts to, like, pull back Mordecai and Rigby, so he's cheating right now. Um, and then, uh, they start to kind of get into, like, a, like, a physical fighting match where, um, Rigby bites his leg, and then Mordecai kicks him in the, in the chin, like I was saying earlier. He's like, oh, my chin. Yeah, <laughs> which is obviously, like, his balls, because, like, from how it looks like, yeah, looks that, like that's the, that's the position you do when you get in the dick. Yeah, true. Um, so Mordecai and Rigby end up beating the record. The, the their final record was one million three hundred thousand, mm -hmm. and they beat him by one hundred thousand points. Yeah, yeah. If I if that math is right, yeah, I, mm -hmm. I believe so. Yeah. So GBF uh, screams no, and then explodes into what seems to be like a uh, pus. Pus, or, pus? Uh, like, like acne. Yeah, like it, it's like this white, yellowish liquid, and then um, they it's described later as brain goo. Ew, I think, what the fuck? Which is nasty, but uh, no one cares that they're all covered because uh, they they're excited for Mark Henry. Yeah, they they now hold the universe record. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I exactly. forgot that. Mm -hmm. Um, so everyone goes and congratulates them, and then walks off, and then we see Benson. More guys are like, oh, hey, Benson. I uh, didn't see you there. Benson says, like, I thought about what you guys said earlier. So I, and so I came down to give you guys those checks you wanted. They both say thanks, but Benson pulls it away and says, you know what? But after I realized my mistake, I've realized because I'm covered in, like, brain goop, I've realized my mistake. Mm -hmm. You want to waste your lives playing video games? Then fine. I respect your decision. Just don't do it on my time ever again. And then, and then he walks off all anger, angrily. And then Mordecai says, like, yeah, I can respect that. Rigby agrees with him. And yeah. Nick Cussa Black, thus ending the episode there. I had uh, one one more uh, note about what Benson said. Mm -hmm. uh, when he said, like, if you want to waste your lives playing video games, that's fine. I respect your decision. That's a that that's a relatable line. Yeah. I've, hear, I've heard that a lot. 
because we both play video games a lot. Yeah, we're about to game after this. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, that was um that was the episode. What was about? Uh, before we get into lunchtime, we're gonna. I have one more uh, note about this. So the arcade game featured in this episode, Broken Bones, it appears to be based on the classic NES game Excite Bike and or Mock Rider. Hmm. I think Excite Bike. I've I played before. I I was never old enough to play on the NES. There or, was, or young enough rather. There was a little uh I wouldn't even call it a console. It was like it was this little controller thing where I don't even know how to say it. Uh it had like five hundred old school games on it mm -hmm. and Excite Bike was one of them. There was also Contra um, trying to think what else. There, there was other ones. Um, like I, there were tennis. And because I know that they have the uh, the remastered NES and SNES. Where it's oh like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like the mini one, mm -hmm. and it has like a bunch of games inside of it. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So should we hop to lunchtime? We should hop to lunchtime. 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 It's lunchtime! Alright, so you guys already know at this point what lunchtime is, so let's just hop right into it. Uh, who do you think the, well, protagonist was? Because I think it was Mordecai and Rigby. Yeah, so the uh, protagonist of High Score was Mordecai and Rigby, of course it was. Obviously. Uh, the protagonist was basically uh, Garrett Bobby Ferguson. You mean antagonist? Antagonist, sorry. Antagonist <laughs> was Garrett Bobby Ferguson. The antagonist was definitely GBF. Did I say protagonist? You said protagonist. Oh, yeah, yeah, antagonist. Um, also, the thing that I was going to say about earlier, G this is not the last time we're going to see GBF. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because... It, it's in one of the most exciting, like, actually a really good episode, too. Yeah, and it's, uh, I think it's actually the first special... Actually, is um, it? yeah, it is episode Exit 9B. I remember where that. he makes a return as the villain, mm -hmm. which um, I don't know, like I don't know why they chose GBF for to be like the big villain because like we've had so many villains so far. There's a villain in almost every episode, but um, I I I think it's cool, you know, they were able to bring him back, and he made his big return, and um, he also has Garrett Bobby Ferguson Jr., which is another point that I was gonna make. GBF said that he never had a wife, but he had a kid. What? Because he, he has Garrett Bob, uh, GBF Jr., you know? Wait, wait, okay, okay. Wait, so, real life, Bobby Mitchell. Wait, oh, wait. No, no, no you're, no, ta you're talking about GBF. Yeah. Okay. How the fuck, yeah, how the fuck did it, does he have a kid? Well, I mean, that to have a kid, like, doesn't necessarily mean that you have had to have a wife, but he kind of made it seem like he never, like, dated in his life, that he just, like, he, he was just by himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, a little continuity there, but I, maybe not. Uh, I'm trying to think how it would work. Maybe he just, like, got just busy. Fuck. Yeah, he got busy by himself. GBF fucks. Yeah, I would even say that. <laughs> yeah, because... That's uh, disgusting. Oh, yeah, true, that's another thing. Does he even have a penis? Because he, <laughs> he got kicked in the balls, <laughs> but chin. And he said, my chin, you know? How would he fuck? He, uh, he, just, he just fucks with his chin, and then... I can imagine, oh god, this is getting really explicit. He probably has to use his head, because he has a big head, or unless we're talking about the other head, which is non-existent. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. You think he takes it? That's why he has a kid? Oh, yeah. that's weird, I don't know. Where would he, wait, where would he take it though? Because if he doesn't have a dick, he probably doesn't have an ass either. Oh, in his mouth? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, I, just point, I just pointed to my mouth, he got it. Um, so, are there any O's or hmms in this episode? Honestly, surprisingly, no. Uh, yep, there were zero of them that I counted. On, I thought the kids were gonna say O oh, at one yeah. point. Or and Mordecai and Rigby were saying hmm to accepting the challenge at some points, but I guess not. Yeah, they didn't. Was it a missed opportunity? Maybe. Maybe. So, were there any adult jokes in this episode? My chin. I wrote my chin, too. My chin. He got kicked in the balls, but instead it was his chin. Um, iconic regular show moments. My any, chin. My chin? No. Uh, uh, just, I think just this episode 
in its entirety because it was it got uh, sued by Bobby Mitchell. Uh, Billy Mitchell. Is Billy Mitchell. Yeah. I don't fuck. Yeah. He's a um, cheater. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, I I didn't have that down, but I could see how it could be iconic. Uh, the iconic moment that I wrote down was GBF exploding. That's also true. Yeah, that one too. Because that's like uh, an important villain death right there. Mm -hmm. We haven't had a villain death in a while, have we? Um, no. no. I think. Wait, if I if I scroll up, um, the uh, last villain. No, the last no. villain death we had was Peeps. Well, actually, no, he didn't die. He just got carried out to the ambulance. True. Uh, it was it was appreciation day because that was Snowballs the X Monster died right. He disappeared. Yeah. Plus, uh, so I, I'm gonna go back to like season one. Yeah, true. Like all the previous villains, they didn't like exactly die. They only disappeared. So hold on, we're gonna try to look back. Uh, scroll down all the way down. The hot dogs definitely died. The unicorns definitely died. Um. So go back up here. The last villain death I think we had was probably the unicorns. God damn. Which was a long time ago. That was almost a year ago. Yeah, from from, from our recording. No, 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 no. From um, from uh, the unicorn death to uh, GBF death. Yeah, true. It was it was about a year. Um, were there any licensed songs in this episode? There were. There were. It was "Hanging Tough" by New Kids on the Block. Mm. So, um, if you had to give this episode a memorability scale out of five, what would you give it? Four. Straight up four. Okay, why four and not five? Because uh, I, I gave it a five. I give it a four only because I think the beginning part, I think it was more of the second half of the, of the episode that was more memorable than the first half. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. That's true. Because, um... The focus of the episode was like Mordecai and Rigby getting um, respect from everyone. I'm not saying like they got it from a back turn of it. I'm just saying like the second, like I said, the second half was more like if you took the first half off and it was just Mordecai and Rigby uh, getting good at a video game, that could, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's a four. Yeah, um, so I gave it a five because again, this it was the first episode I ever watched the regular show. Bias? So, um, yeah, so maybe I might be biased, but even then, I, I, I thought that I was biased, but then, even then, I think that this is a good enough episode. Yeah, where it you was really remember. good. Yeah, so four is, is good, it's, it's fair, mm -hmm. but um, I personally gave it a five. Um, skippable, or is it a must-watch? Honestly, I think it's a must-watch. This episode is definitely a must-watch. Not even because it's a cool episode, it's because you need to previously know the character That's GGF true, that's true. In because order to understand Exit 9B yeah, later on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if anything, because of Exit 9B, where, like, all the villains come back, you have... That makes every single episode with the villain a must-watch, if you think about it. So should we just, like, cut out must-watch and be like... You um, have to, well... No, I, no, I, 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 oh, I, I, I think I it's just What? This motherfucker shows back up, too. We're not gonna say his name yet. But all, all the yeah. people show yeah. that because that, that's the episode. Yeah. I think season two has like the best villains. No, season two has like one. Yeah, I could agree. Like one of the best villains. There's ever. so many good episodes. Oh, I forgot. We're we're just looking through the list right now, and Jeez. we're like, oh damn, remember these episodes? Yeah, we got a lot. We have some really good episodes. Oh, oh, I like that one. Mm -hmm. That that one is pretty good. Oh, so they're only left wondering, the audience, what we're looking at. So that's why you should stay tuned for the next episode of the Excellent Podcast. We have one more question left. Was this a good or bad episode? I thought that was a really good episode. This was a very, very good episode. I think, uh, what am I trying, I'm trying to think, uh, where was it? Okay. My Mom and High Score were both really good episodes. Coming off of uh, Dizzy. Dizzy was like good, but if you, from out of the three that we've um, recorded, I think High Score is probably the best. Yeah, out of the three episodes we recorded this week, it goes High Score at the top, My Mom, and Dizzy. So it's, 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 it, it's weird because it's back. It's, yeah, it goes in order from like when they got released. So mm -hmm. if anything, they only get better then as they go along. Honestly, I think it does. Like the next episode is 
is a banger too. Yeah, like I I, I kind of hoped that like we were able to record this one too. I originally I was gonna suggest that we record five episodes, but oh I was my like that. God, that's too that's much. That's way too much. Like even three episodes this week was a lot. Yeah, we are burnt out on regular show right oh, now. Yeah. I mean, we like I said, we could try next week. Yeah, we could try next week. Um, even though that episode won't be coming out until like maybe a month because we have. It doesn't always, matter. We're ahead now. Yeah, we're very ahead. So yeah, high five. Yeah, <laughs> high five, ghost. <laughs> this is what I had to deal with for three days. Oh, oh yeah. And so, um, in the end, from the entire series of regular shows so far, we have 23 O's and 14 hmms. That hasn't changed since yeah, the last one. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it hasn't changed. Yep. So, if you want to catch us on social media, our Twitter is at EggcellentPod. Um, make sure that you're spelling it right. Hold on, let me pull it up. It is... So, at E-G-G-S-C-E-L-L-E-N-T-P-O-D. Excellent pod. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, go follow us there. Again, uh, if you're not following our Twitter, you're missing out on a good amount because that's where we talk whenever we're not recording. Yeah, interact with us. Yeah, because we'll interact um, with you. Because we were able to quote unquote interact with you guys when we're recording, but like not directly, you know. So yeah. Well, we could do that on our Twitter. So shoot us a message, and we're definitely gonna read it on the show. Uh, if you're okay with that, it depends on what it is. Oh. <laughs> like, we ain't gonna get like sure no dick pics on the show or anything. If if that ever happens, I'll laugh and I'll say like, you know, we made it. We've gotten to that point I feel, where yeah. we've gotten dick pics by fans. I, I feel like you've made it when like a fan trolls you by sending you a dick pic. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Please send us dick pics. So send it to Josh. Don't wait, wait, hold on. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're I'm kidding. I'm Let kidding. the record show that Josh wants to receive dick pics. He just no. exposed himself no, in I 4K. Don't. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Alright. Please don't. That's weird and disgusting. You should never do that unless... The person has con has consensually said, like, yeah, you can. Don't right. do it out of context. So we're going to close out the episode. On that um, note. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Don't send me dick pics. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>